So today on the Mind of a Football Coach podcast, we're going to talk about how building a football program is like a construction project and going through the phases of taking over a football program. What does that look like? How do you build your own program? Is it a remodel? Is it something you're just touching up? Are you building it from the ground up? You know, what does that look like is different for every football program. I want, I want to talk about some thoughts about how uh, we have done that at two different programs, uh, taking programs that were really, really struggling and trying to make them uh, more competitive. And after a short word from our sponsor, you will uh, hear my thoughts on that. All right, it's good to uh, do a podcast with you all today. I've had just a couple crazy uh, weeks. We're redoing our kitchen. We're uh, trying to get football season started. We <laughs> we've gone on some uh, some cool drives, like mini vacations, going to different places around the great state of West Virginia. Uh, this is a plug for West Virginia, right? It's a beautiful place to live. If you want to live in a place that uh, is rural a place that has great uh, places just to go day trip to, you know, different mountains, creeks, lakes. West Virginia is a great place to live. So short plug for the great state of West Virginia. We love living here. And uh, I guess I don't know why I started with that. I just was feeling uh, about talking about the great state of West Virginia uh, as I started this podcast. So today we're going to talk about what does it look like to construct a football program. Uh, as a as a head coach, I've been a part of two pretty major rebuilds. Uh, uh, as a as a first time head coach in 2015, and then in 2018, I took over a different program uh, up here in the Canal Valley of West Virginia, and uh, the process was generally the same. We'll talk about that today. We'll talk about how. I think the the best way is to do that. How do you take a program that is struggling or has struggled for a long amount of time and how do you make it as competitive as that program can be? Because some programs are 10 and 0 every year based on their talent or, you know, some variation of that, 9 and 1, 8 and 2. Some programs are going to be in the middle uh, based on their talent and will have a year or two where they're you know, in the upper echelon. Uh, and I don't, I don't think any program should go like, Oh, and 10, one and nine every year. I think that in some way, shape or form, you can get those, those wind, the winds up, right. Uh, the number of wins that you have, uh, to a, to a better number. So we're going to talk about how uh, we construct, right. Our football program and how we try to, to, bring it up to where it is a very competitive program where you have a chance to win uh, every week if if you execute. So a couple of housekeeping items. Uh, where do you find me on social media? I am only on Twitter and I'm at mind of a FB coach. That's me on Twitter. Uh, you'll see a picture of me uh, talking to some guys on the sidelines and then my header photo is us winning uh, a game that was on local TV with uh, like <clears throat> with a lot of our seniors uh, from that year. So if that's if you're on social media and you want to interact with me uh, at mind of a FB coach on Twitter, shoot me a a, miss, a mention, shoot me a direct message. 
Uh, those are all great things. Um, and I will respond back to you. So without further ado, let's get into our, our topic for today. So we're going to talk about constructing uh, a football program. And there's really four phases that, uh, that I think about as a coach trying to construct a football program. So before I became a head coach, I was, uh, and I was an assistant coach at very successful programs. So I was at a school down in Georgia, uh, Eagles Landing Christian Academy, and we had just lost in the state championship game in 2014 when interviewed and got the head football coaching job at Riverside High School in the Charleston area of West Virginia. And they had just come off, they've gone two and eight, one and nine, oh and ten. And during that oh and ten season, I think they lost by almost fifty points a game. And, and the first question I I bet people have that are listening to this is why in the world would you take that job, right? You just come from coaching in a in a state championship game. And this is the answer I've told people uh, every time they, they ask me. This is the answer, excuse me. I tell people every time they ask me. I say, I like, a, I like a, a building project. I like trying to take something that was not very good and turn it into something that is, that is a lot better. And so as I went through 2015, 2016, 2017, and then restarted that process again, people really thought I was crazy then for taking over a program that, was, that, had, that had struggled mightily and really was not competitive in a large amount of their games. Um, I, I decided I've, I've liked doing this and Nitro is a really good school and I love the principal and the athletic director. So I really had formulated a plan during 2015, 2016, 2017 seasons. And then 18, 2018, 2019, we just continued with that plan of how do you re-energize a football program? How do you get the numbers up? How do you, uh, how are you more competitive? How do you give your, yourself a chance to win? And we'll talk about that uh, right now. So, really, it's four four phases or four steps, however you want to you want to talk about it. And they are non-linear. So it's not like this is you do step one, then step two, then step three, then step four, and that's it. Like these are these are phases or steps that you have to continually do as you evaluate your football program. And the first one I'll talk about is planning. So. Anybody that knows me knows I love to plan. I have bunches, bunch of notebooks uh, that I fill with ideas. Uh, my Google Drive has like gigabytes and gigabytes of information of things that uh, that we have planned, and that's that's the key. So you have to have a a way to to write your thoughts down, a way to save your thoughts. Uh, my calendar uh, is very detailed, like I'm sure most coaches uh, is. Right, their their calendar is very. Uh, very organized with dates, times, things need to get done. Um, I'm not a paper calendar guy. I like my phone or I like my uh, my computer calendar. So you're we're planning, right? We're trying to look into the future and say, hey, we need to do this, that, or the other. And one of the major things that I plan as a coach is a strength and conditioning part of our program. And that is first and foremost, I think when you take over uh, – a program is you have to get the players bigger, faster, stronger, and you need to get a large majority of your team bigger, faster, or stronger. So it needs to be something that is enjoy somewhat enjoyable. So the players will come and 
attend workouts um, because if programs have struggled, generally, well, there's usually, there's a number of reasons, but generally one of the biggest reasons is that they are weak and slow. So uh, you're trying to improve that uh, when you first step into a step into a program. And how I equate this to, to coaches that ask me is, well, how do you implement a strength conditioning program that's effective? I think about you know, I used to, well, we're, we're vegans now, but I used to love to eat seafood. And uh, when you cook like a lobster, you don't throw it into boiling water. Um, you just slowly increase the temperature to where it becomes boiling. So the lobster doesn't know it's it's hot, right? So um, it doesn't like jump out, right? It doesn't leave. So that's the way, that's how I think about strength and conditioning programs is you don't just turn up the temperature to a you know, 500 degrees and tell your kids, Hey, go out, go in there and let's get after it for an hour. You're going to be puking. No, you start at a level where they feel like they can achieve, right. Their goals. And then, uh, they're not, I mean, they're going to be sore, but they're not exhausted. So they don't come back the next day. Cause the key, the strength and conditioning in my mind is that your players continue to show up and they want to show up. So, um, that's a that's a big big part of taking over a program and planning. The next part of planning is finances. So, you know, when I've taken over a couple of programs, you look at their finances and you go, "Man, this thing could use some work." Um, and you have to make hard decisions, right? You have to, um, you know, get rid of people. Sometimes you have to change, you know, how money is spent, how much money is spent, um, how you go about allocating funds like what is important right to the football program what helps uh, your kids perform better what uh, what helps get more kids on the team right if you're struggling with numbers uh, you know I like to spend money on on helmets I like speed flexes f7s those are the newest things right now you know somebody listens to this podcast in like 10 years they'll be like what is that <laughs> so um, you know nice helmets nice shoulder pads nice jerseys uh, so kids want to play to play football, and that's all. That should all be a part of the planning phase as you take over a program and try to make it better. You take it from where it is, and you're trying to to put it where you want it to be. And then the next, well, the next, the next phase I'll talk about is the demolition phase. So you come to a program, and there's going to be a way that people did things, right? The way that they lifted, way they practiced the schemes they have, and there's going to be things you're going to have to, to demo, right? Things you're going to have to take out, get rid of, because they don't fit what you want to do as a coach. And I would highly suggest before you start installing scheme that you watch film of the program you are taking over. And I'm not saying you're you're making judgments on players and saying, oh, this guy can or can't. I think every kids should get a new opportunity when you come in as a new head coach but you're seeing okay what what can they do athletically because you may you won't know like what they've been coached to do but you're set you're seeing hey these are my players how can i help them succeed what scheme can put them in a position to be successful in the film from the year or years before uh can can help you make those type of decisions as you're going forward and making, Hey, I'm going to take, we're not going to do this. I used to do this. We're going to do something else or, Hey, they did that well. So we'll keep that. Um, some programs are a total demo, right? You're taking everything out pretty much. Some 
um, you're just tweaking, right? It's not really a demolition. It's like a, it's like a re, like a, a kind of like a just basic remodel, right? You may be painting the walls, um, you know, putting new pictures up, right? Um, or some, you're tearing everything down, right? So that depends on what kind of program that you're taking over. Uh, the third um, step I, 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 I'm going to talk about now is is building, right? So what are you going to build? Because it's not enough just to plan and demo. Now you have to build it how you want it. And I think in high school, that takes some time. Uh, we cannot recruit our players, uh, like I've talked about. Uh, numerous, numerous times in this podcast, we cannot, you know, hire people with these ridiculous salaries, right? You have to take, um, you know, the talent pool of your, of your players. You have to take the talent pool of your coaches and then try to morph that together to, to get the best product that you can get. And in high school football across America, that is usually very different at um at all high schools right now some schools like in the canal valley all of us are kind of similar right as far as you know players and coaches um but if you go let's say to i know the atlanta area of georgia um or macon right where my friend brett collier is shout out coach collier um you know different schools can be very different so you have to take what you have and then build it to where, hey, we're going to have a chance to be as successful as we can be every year by doing this, this, and this with our football program. So what does that look like for you, for the listeners? I don't know. I know for us uh, at Nitro, you know, we're going we're gonna to build our program on strength and conditioning, right, on developing relationships with our players, and then trying to build the scheme based upon the personnel of that season uh, at nitro our roster turns over a decent amount uh, every year so it's taking the available talent and then morphing that into uh, what uh, what you know what they can do best because at the end of the day as a coach i want to be known as a guy that molds scheme to players not the other way around because i know at my place i may only get them for one or two years so i don't get four years of development generally i don't get four years of development with you know a large majority of our team so i'm trying just to make them as good as possible as quickly as possible and every year that's a little different right there's some tweaks here tweaks there and you're trying to get them going uh, as fast as possible because in west virginia how you make the playoffs is based on a point system so you're trying to win every game it's not like you play some non-region games and then you play your region games and the region games determine if you go to the playoffs every game counts as far as the playoffs here in west virginia so you're trying to get up the speed as fast as possible to be able to win all your games right because that is that is the goal and then the fourth the fourth step fourth phase is to evaluate. And I think you have to evaluate all the time. I think that's something that a good program or a good business or you know any good organization is is constantly doing. You are evaluating, is this the best way to do it? Not, have we always done it this way? Or it 
am I just comfortable doing it this way? I think as high school coaches, we have to soak up as much knowledge as we possibly can. So when we have, you know, different talent or maybe you take a different job and you're, you know, the, the situations there is different. We need to be able to have so much knowledge that we can use, you know, whatever, whatever folder, so to speak, air quotes, right, of knowledge to help our program be as successful as it can be on a given, in a given year, right? That we are just constantly trying to find the best way uh, forward for our program. And that's something that I don't think I ever put football down. I think it's something I'm always thinking about is how can we be as good as we can be this year? And, you know, adaptability is the key. You have to be able to adapt to what your, you know, what does your program look like? What's the year look like? So right now we're in COVID-19. Are we going to have a season? How long's the season? When do we play the season? All that's still kind of up in the air. So we have to be able to adapt to what to what we have. Now this year is a unique year, right? I hope I'm hoping years down the road are not like this. But just adaptability is the key that we have to be able to adapt to the situation, to the personnel, right, to the type of school you're in. Um, you know, what works at your school may not work at my school. And what works at my school may not work at your school. So it's important to take information and then translate it to okay, how does this affect how can I use this, excuse me, to better my program? And that is, that's like the scientific method. So planning, demo, build, evaluate, that's a constant thing. And as a head coach, as a leader of your organization, you should always be looking at which one of those four should I be doing? Should I be planning, demoing, building, evaluating? What, what am I doing um, right now to help my program because that's not a linear process like I talked about. That's something that is always going on. One of those four four parts, uh, planning, demo, build, evaluate, is always going on at some time in your program. And it's important that we continue to try to make our program as successful as possible. So those are just some thoughts for today. Um, I thank you all for listening. And uh, it's been great. Uh, you know, getting some different hosts on the pod, not host, excuse me, guests on the podcast, right? So if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, just send me a, a direct message or uh, just mention, uh, is, it, is, that, is that how you say it? Send me a mention on Twitter or how about just mention me on Twitter? There you go. At mind of a FB coach. I'm always looking for more people to talk ball, talk life, talk philosophy. And uh, thank you all for listening. And I will put this up here shortly.